Hey everyone, I'm Stefan. This is Graham. Hey. This is Travis. So. And we're the three different ones. Last year we compiled a mass list of albums we think are interesting and talk about them for your enjoyment. And today uh, we're taking one of those albums off that list and it is Murmur, which was the first studio album uh, by R.E.M. that came out back in 83. This is the their the first project when they uh, were with IRS Records. Uh, this is uh, this is one of the uh, kind of it, it's con- I think it's considered one of the first like alternative rock albums, or at least it helped popularize it. It was very very well received, and it definitely uh, laid the groundwork for the distinctive sound of REM, particularly uh, Michael Stipe's uh, not just his singing his. Uh, that kind of cryptic voice, but also his just very uh, unorthodox lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, more on that here in a sec. And uh, the the guitar playing uh, that Peter Buck does, uh, pretty pretty jangly sound. That th- those are the two that I primarily associate with REM. Uh, I I like this band a lot. I've heard a lot of their music. I'd never listened to this album actually so this was uh the first time for me had either of y'all uh gone through this one before i hadn't in its entirety i've heard a couple of tracks from it but i i don't think i'd ever sit down and listen to it start to finish i um remember buying this on itunes like back in maybe high school you know <laughs> yeah the summer of <laughs> Back in uh, back in high school, perhaps in the summer, um, but no, it, and it was because it was on these lists of like you know the greatest you know alternative or like greatest indie albums or something like that. Um, yeah, and this was considered you know by a lot of people, like you were saying, Stefan, kind of like the uh, one of the first you know, indie rock or alternative rock albums. And yeah, I mean, it's 1983. This doesn't really sound like anything Mm-mm. that came out in that time. No. Um, you know, my my dad was telling me, like, he, he was a huge R.E.M. fan, and, you know, this was the first thing that he remembers, you know, hearing of, of theirs in, in college. And yeah, it was just like, this is totally different than you know th- there was a lot of cool stuff coming out around then like you know the cars and elvis costello um whatever but this just had a totally different vibe and yeah to your point about being well received stuff and i was just looking at it it's like 10 out of 10 on basically everything oh yeah <laughs> i know oh yeah like five stars, just a rated ten out of ten. I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah. A, a very, awesome. uh, very well liked album by the critics, by the yeah. the fans. Yeah, I, I also just saw that it beat out Thriller, Synchronicity, and War. Those That's were all crazy, albums babe. from '83. That's mm, that, that is, is nuts. nuts. Yeah, I, I yeah, because it's like all three of those bands were pretty well established, I'd say, <laughs> at that point in time. And then yes. you had these guys come along and just 
knock it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Radio Free Europe, I've, I've, is that like the only song on this album that really got any radio play? Um, it was definitely a, a big single for them. Um, I'm not sure how much the, the other songs got airtime after it this, came out. This is the only song I recall ever hearing off this album on the radio. Yeah. Talking yeah. about the passion um, was big. Yeah. That's, I feel like, one of their, you know, better known songs. But <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, the, it's it's an album that, yeah, I think a lot of people probably have not checked out because I feel like R.E.M. kind of have different, like, waves of fame where it's like, you know, they really hit their peak fame. Like, uh, it, it took several albums. Right. Like, this was 83, but yes. then they were, like, the biggest band in the world, like, in the... I don't know, like... I mean, they had an album in 87, Document, that was huge. Would you say Automatic for the People was, like, the peak fame I mean, for them? Pe- peak fame? I, I think it might be. Um, yeah. um, I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, because it had, you know, Everybody Hurts, Man on the Moon. That's this, the one I think a lot of people... Uh, like, people who don't even know it's R.E.M. probably know that song. I think, yeah. Was it Monster or Monsters? Mm, yeah, Monster. pretty big too, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the frequency? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with Automatic for the People. The Pinnacle. Probably the Pinnacle, their, their fame. And yeah, I mean, their, their sound evolved a lot over time. Yeah, um, th- this I, one has very like stripped down, um, kind of. Uh, I-, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird album. Like they created their own own thing. Um, you know, there's definitely some influences in there, but mm-hmm. I can't think of a lot that I would compare it to. Um, I would say the only thing I could think of was, and it's not even really the, the songs themselves. It's more, uh, Buck's guitar playing. It kind of ha- reminded me of some of the, the songs I've heard by the birds. Uh, yep. but, but I mean, the, I mean, the songs are obviously very different from that. And it's just the, it's, it, I'm just singling out the guitar playing here, but I, I, I agree with your point. Yeah. It's hard to track the influence. Sure. And I, I really like that about this. And Agreed. yeah, oh yeah, the birds um, were definitely a big influence at, at the very least on you know Peter Buck. You hear a lot of that jangly twelve string yes. Rickenbacker mm-hmm. thing. Yep. You know there aren't a lot of like there aren't really any guitar solos. I, I don't think. And I think that that was like an intentional choice. You know they they didn't want to. Uh, I don't know that they wanted this to kind of stand out as like a, a kind of different sounding thing that than what was going on at the time. I watched uh, a couple live videos from like this time period for them, and yeah, so I I noticed I guess both guitar and bass <laughs> were Rickenbackers. Yeah, yeah. Did I, you see the Letterman clip? Uh, no, I didn't. Y'all, y'all should watch that. Um, I almost almost sent it to y'all, but. 
Yeah, they play Radio Free Europe um, on Letterman, you know, probably in 83. Um, and it's it's very cool. I have to check that out. That's, that's all I'll say. But yeah, so, they've got dual Rickenbackers. Regarding the song um, and just like initial thoughts, I was really surprised by how crisp like the recording sound was. Just, yeah. It was so yep. good, you know. Um, I, I that's another thing I noted too is compared to the later albums, I feel like Stipe's a lot more like in the mix. <laughs> you mm. know, I feel like in the later stuff is his vocals were a little louder in the mix. You know, a oh yeah, more forward. Whereas with this, yeah. it's just like kind of even level across the board, which I liked. Maybe that kind of ties in your point about being more stripped down yeah i mean they they almost you know they they were like a stadium rock band you know by the time you know automatic for the people yeah. was out and like yeah i feel like he kind of had more of like a reverby like yeah mm-hmm. he kind of b- became like the he felt like more of a front man like later on now now he just kind of felt like you know part of their yeah, sound exactly he he feels like an instrument to me in this which i like yes you know he's not overpowering or overshadowing anything else on this album i, I love his voice it's super unique mm-hmm. um it's powerful Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very. I mean, you can identify it in an instant that it's Michael Stipe. Um, this track I love, and I love that big fat drum sound that starts this thing mm-hmm. off. Yeah, there's a lot of really odd drum sounds that uh, that happen throughout this album that don't don't necessarily sound like you know, um, like a like a necessarily like a high quality like drum recording they're kind of like weird um i don't know like like almost like recorded like separately from the drum kit or something like somebody's just like banging on something uh, i don't know that, that could just be my imagination but uh did, did y'all dig this song travis you yes. said you'd, you'd heard it before yeah yeah i i like this track it's very like tight. It is, yeah, crisp. It's very, very, very. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to point out across all these tracks, I think the bass lines are fantastic. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike Mills really is good. phenomenal. Yeah, he's carrying yeah. that metal melody like a champ. They're carrying such a good band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. I. Yeah. Absolutely. The next track. So if if I didn't mention, I've heard this album a lot. I know I said that I downloaded it, but yeah, I I remember yeah sitting down and listening to this song and being like, "This is very strange." Um, (laughs) I had no idea REM, you know, did songs like this. Um, I still think this is a very weird song, "Pilgrimage." Yeah, I like this track a lot. I do too. It's creepy. I do too. I like yeah. the distant vocals in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Great piano. Kind of, you know, to the point of <laughs> the Killers album, just that disco 
drum feel, you know, just the <laughs> constant bass, you know, kind of, I don't know, kind of danceable in a weird way. <laughs> it's a, a it's kind of an awkward, like, beat. Um, I never really thought of it as like a, as like a, a disco thing or a da- dance beat, but I kind of see what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. just uh, constant. Right, right. I'm sure they would have hated to be called disco. <laughs> but uh I I feel like uh it it's got some like uh, kind of different instruments like there's a I'm trying to pick out what's in there. It's like uh is there like a little like conga drum or something or um I didn't pick up on that. Not that I recall. Yeah, I I could. Maybe it's just Tom. No, I think it's just Tom hits or something. Kind of during those little verses before the chorus. Okay. Um, little little bells. It's just a very strange riff, a very strange beat, and then it breaks into this very like, you know, very nice uh, chorus. It's just kind of like releases all that tension. Yeah. As far as the lyrics go, I've always heard the <laughs> words two-headed cow. <laughs> any yeah, uh, I think I heard that in here. Any idea what that's about? Oh god. I mean, it's it, why I feel like that's that should almost be a disclaimer with REM. It's yeah. like if you don't understand what he's singing about, that means you're listening. Like it's, it's, <laughs> that, that, that's kind of his that's kind of his thing. And um, I've I've read, you know, in a few different places that one of his techniques for writing lyrics just involved like chopping up, you know, words and phrases and like putting them in a hat and just kind of randomly picking them out to like make yeah. something. Dude, yeah. like, didn't Anthony Kiedis do that too? That's possible. I I think I read somewhere at some point in time that he would just like do that just pull words and phrases out of a hat. Yeah. That's how we got flip a flop a ding dong. Flip a ding dong. That's in the Chili Peppers lyrics? Who knows? Oh, <laughs> what is that? Flip a flop? It, it, it's just it's just gibberish, like, a, you know, key to speak. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that. Yes. There's yeah. a whole lot of that. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing just to note, before we move on to Graham's point about the drum sounds, I uh, I forgot I read that uh, the drummer used like a drummer booth to record. Yes, which and that's maybe that kind of has something to do with that sound that you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's more of an old school way to uh, record drums. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they didn't want this to sound like it was like of the time, and they didn't want to use synths. Or like, kind of the guitar tones of the time, you know. This, Mission accomplished. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, for it real. Kind of has a timeless feel, and that's what it it says they were going for. Like yep. it doesn't feel dated at all. No, it's unreal. This is their debut studio. I job. know. I know. They like just. That's what's cool about alternative. Like when I think of alternative, the genre like a REM. And it, it, it just, it seems so timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 
which I'll think about laughing. Um, I it's catchy. It. It, it, it's ca- yeah, I, I, I did too. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too I like too the bass. I like too the mellow. bass line, but it just didn't do a whole lot for me. That it's a big, big change from Pilgrimage, for sure. That's a fat bass tone, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very thick. Yeah. P-H-A-T, fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's that Rickenbacker thing. Yep. You know, Getty Lee, Paul McCartney. Lenny. Mike, Mike Mills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, strangely, this is a band where I'm like, okay, I think I know all the all the members' names. Um, like, and it, it's not really one of those bands where you would expect that, you know? No, but... Because yeah. they're not flashy. No, no, but neither are their names. Like, their names are exactly <laughs> what they should be for Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, Bill Barry. I always get him confused with that comedian Todd Barry. I always want to say Todd Barry. That um, sounds like more of the name of a drummer, though. Too Todd Barry. Yeah, it kind of does. I, I would think that's the drummer before Bill Barry. Yeah, <laughs> you've got Bill Barry, Peter Buck, Mike Mills, and of course Michael Stipe. Dude, yeah. Every time y'all say Billberry, I'm just thinking Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, popping fresh. The Billberry Doughboy, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they made that joke back when they're touring. Surely. They out. They, they're. Are they older than the Pillsbury Doughboy? I always forget mm-hmm. how old that thing is. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think we all forget how old he is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll look that up for you. Okay. Well, Would, while you're doing that, talk about the passion. So, I've just got to note one thing on this song that really stood out to me. Yeah. I'm curious if y'all noted this as well. Mm. It was very Rush esque to me. The guitar, like very Liveson. I thought that's really. Huh? Maybe, maybe I'm I, way out left field on not, that. But I did not think of. I, I don't. I... <laughs> now that I'm kind of going through it, like I see what you're saying. Like the the chord voicings kind of have that really odd, like uh, you know. I mean. If I were to say it sounds like a Rush song, it would be like closer to the heart with that 12 string. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. But even kind of later, I, I don't know. That That's an interesting comparison. I would, yeah, it is. I, I would love to know, you know, what they thought about Rush because it seems kind of like the antithesis of what they were doing here, which is like not you know, flashy, not a lot of notes. Yeah. yeah. You know, sh- short songs. But that that would be kind of a fun fun thing if it was like, yeah, he was really into Alex Lifeson. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, it's a weird thought, too. I mean, this was only, what, six years later? Sure. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. 
<laughs> they seem like way older decades than I, I apart, thinking. you know? I mean, just to the point of how timeless this sounds, to think sure. that it was... I mean, that's... To think that's it's the same gap from now, 2015 to now. That just does not seem that long ago. Yeah, and I've got to say, like, I think this track is super strong. I yes. think so far, you know, all four tracks we've done are super strong. Like, um, yeah, I like this song. Same. Great, great intro riff. Yeah, very plucky. Dude, I, I really liked Moral Kiosk. I would say. Oh, yeah. I'd say up till this point, this might be the song I like the most. Mm. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's super cool guitar riff. Yeah, yeah. Real choppy. I remember thinking that the guitar riff was really annoying (laughs) when I I first got this album. And I think that's why I I kind of forgot about this song. Oh, no. But, like, if you stick with it, like, I I think it's a a cool song. And, And towards the end, there's that kind of swirling... Like, I guess you would call it a chorus or something. Mm-hmm. But you've got voices kind of coming in all directions and a little, yes. just kind of yes. almost like a little spinning, like, carousel. Or, I, I don't know. The vocal getting... mix on this song was my favorite part of it. And I like this song a lot. Mm. But yeah. Dude, and it, it's, it's got the just constant kick, too. The t- 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it's for me. It's groovable. I like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a weird groove to it. Yeah, i I think this is a really cool song. There's just that one note in the guitar riff that that. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's it's super like dissonant and um, you know, borders on annoying. It's but like just speed it up fifty percent more and put it on a Tony Hawk sound. God, the perfect it's, skater song. Yeah, it's a little like primacy or something. A little psych or uh, what you call it? A little rocket Billy. Oh yeah, yeah. I I like this track. Me too. I I do too. Um, I, I was looking at this album cover. What do y'all think of the album cover? I like it a lot. Yeah, that's some kind of plant that uh, I think grew in Georgia. You know, these guys were from uh, Athens, Georgia. Yes. Which is like a little, you know, college town, I guess. It's, I feel like it's been known as a music town probably since, you know, REM came out of there. Yeah. But anyway, moral. Uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Kind of creepy. Kind of a creepy cover. Yeah, I, like I, I sure. don't know why. Like I couldn't tell you why, but it just <laughs> the cover reminds me of uh, Houses of the Holy in some weird way. I could see that. Me I too. That. Me too. Maybe the lighting, you know, just the highlights, yes. like the the white levels. I think. Yeah. Kind of give me a similar feel. I think that was some photo that I think Michael Stipe took it or something. I, I read something about yeah him, him bringing in like a, a negative photo, mm. you know, with the the colors reversed, right. or, or however that works. Um, 
Yeah, kind of creepy and like, uh, yeah. I don't think it really gives you a hint of what the music's going to sound like at all. No. Right? No. Like, it could, it could have been a stoner metal album, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it yes. could have, definitely. It's a little more upbeat, honestly, than uh, I thought it was going to be. Looking yeah. At the cover. Yeah, that's a pretty bleak uh, <laughs> looking thing. Very and foreboding. I, yeah. Dude, I think stoner metal is the perfect descriptor for what that album cover should yeah should yeah represent. totally right it's these little monsters growing out of the ground <laughs> would y'all think of a perfect circle i didn't have much on this one um uh, i was shocked that it was on this album and more <laughs> shocked that i think the drummer wrote this one. Oh, did he i think bill barry is credited with the the writing on this one and the fact that it opens with uh, these these out of sync uh, pianos that were recorded and it's got that like honky tonk mm. sound i mean this was this was very strange <laughs> it does it does start off very weird but then there's this chorus that's very like uh you know almost sounds like a later rem song like very accessible and uh mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's Ballady, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite parts are probably those kind of, like you were talking about, the the weird honky-tonk pianos. Yes. They yes. sound really nice. Um, oh, yeah. This track isn't like a, I guess not really a standout track on the album for me. No. It- um, oh, and by the way, the Pillsbury Doughboy was born in 1965. Okay. Ah. He is pretty old, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then his his son, Billsbury, was an R.E.M. Went on to write Perfect Circle before he (laughs) had to leave the band. Yeah, yeah. To go join a Perfect Circle. (laughs) God. It's a bit of a step down. Uh... Catapult. I really liked Catapult. Yeah. Yeah. I love the riff. Yes. Had a lot of fun with it. Great song. Mm-hmm. It's always been one of my favorites off this album. Yeah. Takes a yeah. while to get to the chorus. I Dude. And I just think... constant kick, man. Do, do, do. Yeah, that's kind of his uh his signature, I guess. Just a disco Ooh. machine, I guess. Yeah. It'll really nice. Can y'all uh, hear me? Oh, yeah. Did I oh, yeah. Got you. I don't no. think so. Oh. I... <laughs> I don't think so. Really yeah. nice, uh, you know, guitars, especially on the choruses, these kind of little acoustic, sparkly sounds. Um, I always dug it. Same. Same. The the vocal harmony is very folky and I I like it. It meshes beautifully with the Bucks guitar playing. Yeah, their their harmonies are nice. Um, yes. And again, I, I can't really think of any any music that sounds like this. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 got a it's, verse and a chorus, but like it's it's just super unique. Very strong rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked. 
Yeah. I like sitting still too. Nice track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sounds. This uh this kind of sound uh, like like kind of a rock song for me, more so than I think most of uh REM's music does. But yeah, I I liked it a lot. I like the call and response structure, uh the <laughs> Oh god. Nope. No uh, constant kick, man. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, the uh, this one there is a uh, th- th- this has a lyric that has been uh, questioned so often. Michael Stipe has actually addressed it. Uh, up to par in Katie Bar, the kitchen door, but not me in. <laughs> Michael Stipe <laughs> is on record saying that that doesn't mean anything. He has he has <laughs> confirmed it's just it's just it's just words. Like yeah. it's just. <laughs> I that's uh that that's that's funny I and I think you know sometimes um yeah I, I think he said you know a lot of some of these songs were like just kind of gibberish and maybe you yeah. know they ha- they had a an instrumental track you know chords or whatever and he was just kind of trying to find what sounded good and you know words just kind of come out um that's that's funny though yeah <laughs> and I funny that. That, that he actually had to comment on it <laughs> yeah. people, me too people were so just distra- needs to be addressed yeah people yeah. were so distraught about that lyrics they just wanted to know like they that there was it was being interpreted in a lot of different ways which is definitely what he was thinking when he was you know putting these in the in the songs but yeah i, I like the fact that he had to go public about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the, I liked it. Great harmonies. Yeah. yeah. The, the next one, I, I don't know if it's because there are numbers in the title, but like, I can never remember what this song sounds like. Is it, what is the I, name? Is it nine to nine or is it just nine, nine? Or, okay. Nine to nine. Okay. Uh, this, yeah. This is mm-hmm. easily my favorite song on the album. Really? By and large, no comparison. I listened to this song probably 15 times in the past two days. Damn. <laughs> Dang. Yep. Interesting. I'm assuming this is your least favorite. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm, uh, I, I'm Dude. I, not to I, be an ass kisser, but I'm not sure I had a least favorite song on this album. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, man. I, I, it's, uh, I, I guess, I, I mean, gun to head, you know, if you you waterboard me for an answer, I might say perfect circle, but even that one, I still enjoyed. So I, yeah, dude, this, this nine to nine. What 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 about it? Go ahead, oh. Graham. Oh, I was going to say, it's got some cool, like, guitar riffs. Like, I I can totally see um, why you would dig this one. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's got a lot of energy. Dude, this... <sighs> the chorus in this song, to me, is just like... That is like the definition of the R.E.M. sound. I, I feel like, for me, at yeah. least. It's just amazing. Like I, I couldn't get it. I wish it would have never ended. <laughs> yeah, I just absolutely loved it. I, I like this so much. That, I mean, this is not fair to the rest of the album, but like, 
I could barely even take notes on the three tracks that follow. <laughs> hey, like this, this just it it just hit the right way for me, and everything else that came after it was like I just kept comparing it back to this song, and it just it yeah. wasn't this song. That that's cool, man. I um, this song was an eleven out of ten for me personally. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, it's a it's a cool track. It. It's never stood out to me quite like that, but uh, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> St- definitely got some some, some interesting uh, things to kind of pick apart. I, I love when I hear something for the first time and I instantly have to go listen to it again because it, yeah. it doesn't happen often. Yeah, I know what and you it mean. Just, it just hit the right way. Yeah. That's I'm I'm listening to the chorus right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, it's just ah. Uh, loved it. One, Sorry. One <laughs> of uh no no no. And and yeah, I was gonna say if, if I were to make any comparison with like another band, maybe early U two. Yeah. I could see um, that. you know, it of course doesn't have the edge, you know, guitar tone, but like feel like the rhythm section has a little bit of a U2 vibe, especially in this it song. It does. It does, definitely. Yeah, just a real deep uh, bass. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty pretty heavy rhythm section. Dude, it's just a jam. Yeah, yeah. And the drums, too. The... Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no. Talk about that one all day. What y'all think about I'm... shaking through? Love it. Always thought this was like one of my favorites on the album. Um, I love the uh, intro, especially that twelve-string mm-hmm. guitar. I don't know. The twelve-string always just sounds so nice, so beautiful. Um, I really like the chorus on this song. Yeah, yeah. He's got that kind of like he's nasally and mm-hmm. a little. Uh, I don't know. It's it's not like conventionally good voice, but like he's so like I don't know, powerful and interesting that I'm I'm into it. I like the. I loved the the overdubbed vocals on this one. Um, the the piano was so light, but it was crisp enough. It was just a nice little treat they sprinkle in for you. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, it, the, the drumming. I mean, we've we've been on it, but I, I. I. I loved the the sound in this one for whatever reason. It it stood out. The little light tap was just just perfect on shaking through and. The uh, the the outro of this song was a really was was really surprising. <laughs> oh, the slowdown. Yeah, yeah. It's like I thought we were fading out, and they 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 brought it back, and I I I thought that was I thought that was cool. That that is a cool effect. That's I, yeah. This is a just start to finish is totally enjoyable. Love the song. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that outro because that is a super cool, like, just weird little. I I almost wonder if that's like some riff that somebody came up and they're like, we gotta like stick that somewhere. I'm glad they did. It's yeah. awesome. Did you like kind of the reverse vocal 
that happens? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I mean, you don't, you can't tell what the guy's singing anyway. So I love right. the fact that they, they gimmick his voice up. I think that's a, that's a great call on the producer's part or whoever uh, recommended that. Probably Stipe himself, honestly. Yeah. Right. Because it, it, it's like he it starts singing and like he just holds a note like forever and then they they reverse it. A real real kind of weird choice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love uh, the song. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Uh I I I uh I like We Walk. But it yep. kind of sounds like the theme song from a Christmas variety show. <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah. the uh, I think the the, the guitar, the, the jingly quality kind of uh, it, it it took on kind of a different feel in this one. Mm. Uh, the, the bass definitely helped give it some balance. But this was I don't know this this song kind of weirded me out a little bit. <laughs> it's a it's a different kind of bouncy feel yeah it's kind of kind of perfect with the title you know we walk yeah like like that that little i don't know what you would call it a little verse or whatever just kind of something like that yeah travis anything on we walk uh it was okay I didn't dislike it, but I, I didn't love it. I've got I've got no complaints about it. Um, this, uh, you know, we're at the second to last track, and not to spoil anything, but I, yeah, I don't know if there's a bad song on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's an incredible debut. Oh my gosh! Yeah. In terms of the debut uh, albums we've covered, this this. This pro- I'd say this tops out Londo Stimore. Ooh, that's a good. I, I was thinking about that album t- too, um, and I was kind of hoping you know y'all would y'all would like it. Yeah, you know, cl- close to as much. I I don't know what I would say. I, I like better. I I might like this one slightly better, but I think that those are super strong. They're both they, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not not to knock the police. I mean, my gosh, that thing is that, that album's great. Yeah, back the blue. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think this last song might be my. If I were to pick one that I'm just kind of the least enthused about, maybe West of the Fields. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought I it was kind of, it. A, kind of a flat finish. I thought. Right. Agreed. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't have much it, on that one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just had quick beat, just shifts right into lyrics. Uh, I think the bass line's kind of cool, but uh, nothing about it really uh, broke out for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that I, I kind of prefer this, this era of REM, like to the mm-hmm. later, later one. Um, Definitely. Like I definitely have songs that I like as they went on, but I really love the feel of this album. It just feels so original, and uh, I don't know. It's uh, just really. Is this, a ten, is this a ten out of ten for you? It is, man. 
10 out of 10. What, uh, what about you? I think it might be the same. Yeah. Because it's, uh, there's just so much here. And I mean, we, these, there's so much to go through in these songs. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm going to have to listen to nine to nine more today because of, what, <laughs> because of Travis's review. And like, we haven't even got into the fact that this is a pretty short album. It All is. Things, I mean, they get right to it. Like there's, it's a, uh, it's such a, it's very easy to listen to this album and yeah. with so much mm-hmm. on it like that. I, I feel like that really elevates it in my mind that they were able to, in fact, that it was their, their first freaking time in the, in the studio. That's uh, it's, it's a, it's an insane achievement on, on their part. Agreed. Agreed. It, it, flies by perfectly you know spaced out and the pacing is great yeah love it mm-hmm. yep same so and i yeah. would absolutely recommend it to yes anybody. yeah absolutely yes. anybody right same here and i i don't feel like i i always say that about albums i like but yeah check it out yeah I, listen I, to murmur <laughs> heard it here first i think i'd i'd give it a nine out of ten yeah. I I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. Uh, yeah, this this is one I've I've known for a, a long time, um, and I was glad to revisit it. And I was like, man, that you know, all these songs are kind of coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, it was it was that memorable. I I definitely need to spend some more time with it. Yeah, Same. would Same. recommend for sure. Yeah. Well, Beautiful album. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. Any other thing <laughs> on Murmur? No. No. Do it up. All right. Well, if you're still with us, uh, go listen to Murmur. Go listen to it right now and talk about it. And talk about us. Three different ones. Like, subscribe, share the episode, you know, share where you heard about us, you know, get the word out. We're three different ones and we'll be back soon. So come to see us. We'll see you. <laughs>